Know thyself. That is the beginning of wisdom. Hi there, it's memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So as we explore healing work or as we try to parent ourselves and to resolve our relationship challenges, there is an important aspect that we need to start with and that is to know ourselves. Why do we need to know ourselves is because if we know who we are, we also understand or know why we do what we do. And we also know from that what we want and how we can get it and whether we are getting it when we start to look for it. So there are concepts to explore in order to know ourselves or to understand ourselves. And it is best best or important to come from different angles in order to understand and to get to know ourselves on a deeper level. There are lists that I put down and the important thing that you, you want to know or to understand to get to know yourself is to know your weaknesses and, to, and your strengths. And um, that is really key because then you can leverage your strengths in order to address your weaknesses you can actually swat your life s-w-o-t and do a swat analysis and um, you can use your strengths to um, improve your weaknesses to work on your weaknesses and also to explore opportunities and to reduce the threat the threats and um, you can also um, address your weaknesses and find in them some opportunities as well as in the threats also you can find ways to go through the the threats uh, the only way um, to manage obstacles is through the obstacles so the first concept i wanted to share with you is to understand what is known as the johari window it is a, really a great tool to use to get to know yourself because it's got these four um four panes and um the first one on the left is the public. People know you and um, you know this about yourself and people, everyone knows this about you. And then at the bottom left is um, what you know about yourself that no one else knows. And these are your thoughts, your behaviors, your attitudes, things that your biases, things that other people don't know. And then on the top right is what other people know about you, but they do not tell you or that you don't know and you can only find that out through feedback soliciting feedback and at the bottom right is the unconscious what nobody knows about you either you or others and again you can really explore explore this by um, uh, exploring trigger management and feedback from others so the following concept can help you the self-concept uh, this includes self-awareness, self-image, self-esteem and self-efficacy, self-love amongst others. And um, you also want to, number two, evaluate and general your triggers, your life questions and your experiences. And you can understand yourself better this way. So we use the SIFT-SEM tool on Amazon, S-I-F-T-S-E-M. Number three, explore your belief systems and conditioning. Because your authentic self is buried under these layers from childhood. And um, when you also explore your belief systems and conditioning, 
You can also, number four, explore your childhood, the type of parents who raised you. Because from looking into who raised you, you can understand how you behave, your attitudes, and why you behave and have adopted those attitudes, which are your belief systems and your conditioning. Number four, look into your cognitive reappraisal and expressive suppression facets. This is really important to explore because these are emotional regulation and cognitive restructuring tools. So with cognitive reappraisal, you look into a situation in a different way. And um, when it comes to Expressive suppression, this is where you attempt to inhibit the behavior of emotional expression. So you want to really familiarize yourself with how you inhibit your behavioral expressions and your emotions. And when you understand how you do this, you can then understand the behaviors that you adopt in um, to cope with with situations that's really key the next one is to accept and solicit feedback that's number five i think number six accept and solicit feedback it's very important because then you can hear a lot about yourself that you probably didn't know and the soliciting is fine but the acceptance can be really difficult because tell you, people will tell you the truth and maybe people won't tell you the truth and it's important that you don't lie to yourself or betray yourself. And you want to explore four dimensions of existence. And these are social, physical, psychological, and spiritual. And you want to explore what you do in those areas, how you honor yourself or how you might betray yourself. And strengths and weaknesses, as I've said, number nine, very key. You want to look into that and SWOT analysis number nine. Um, you can do that to actually explore the Johari window unknown quadrant. And this quadrant is completed by asking your questions, uh, yourself questions such as how do you respond to conflict or difficult circumstances? How you deal with people who do not agree with you? your coping strategies in terms of hardships, how you treat others when you are successful, and your biases, cognitive distortions, your ego defenses, how you give and accept feedback, what you like to learn to do differently, and why you need to know yourself. That can be really helpful. And so it is important that you also understand why you need to know yourself. This is because you want to know where you are to know where you need to go. Because you want to be like a ship which wants to sail. And a ship cannot get anywhere without a port from which to sail. So you need to have that port from which to sail or a foundation uh, from which to explore the world. When you know yourself and you understand yourself better, you can create a safe home from which to explore the world, a home within yourself. And this is a, a safe space to go to after dealing with the world, after conflict, after being triggered. Because when you have a home to go to, you don't rely on other people or too much, overly rely on other people. Or you don't really change um, or become a chameleon 
in the face of um, situations or when people want what they want and then you just say yes, you know what you want and you can say yes or no and being true to yourself. That's really key. That's why you need to know yourself. And also when you know yourself and you create a safe home within you, you minimize reactions and also you have a place to go to when you have reacted. Because the other thing that people tend to think is that when you do healing work, you don't get triggered. That is actually um, a misconception. We are human um, and we have um, varying emotional states on each particular day, depending on what I call pre-triggers. Because our pre-triggers determine our day most of the times. Any other issues that might exacerbate our triggers or any situation that we encounter, and that also depends on our self-care routine. For example, if I don't sleep well, I am likely to react to, you know, to, to simple things. Uh, I mean, I don't go looking for reactions, but if something happens, then I'm not, I might struggle to manage. I'm, I might need to look into how to manage, although it's getting better, but still, as a human being, I am prone to that. I'm vulnerable to that. And if I'm really tired, I get home and, and something happens. I might struggle to handle it as well as I can when I'm when I'm really uh, not stressed or not tired or well well rested. So it's important to understand again that's part of understanding myself because I know what triggers me or what pre-triggers me. And so most of the time I do segment intending and uh, have to parent myself when I am tired or when I haven't slept well. It doesn't mean to say that things are going to roll out really as they, you know, as I expect them to. And sometimes I do, I will blow things out of proportion, but that will be very, very, uh, very rare and infrequent. So it's important that we, we understand this aspect of us and also to be able to do something about when I have reacted and you know betrayed myself that is important and not to be too harsh on myself and to forgive myself and move forward with lessons so we also get want to know ourselves so that we know what we want so that we do not accept what is not good for us or whatever others are offering because this tend to happens a lot in in relationships where people they probably have not done any work on themselves and so they don't have any foundation um, in themselves, a self-relationship. So when they meet someone, they just like this person, not because of the character or virtue, but because they like the look of them and because they want a relationship. They are not really looking into what is it that I really want that is in my best interest, because that's the key word, best interest. And because they haven't looked into that, what tends to happen is that they end up going along with this person because they like the look of them, they like the sound of them, they like what it is about this person without actually getting to know and understand character and then they end up in a toxic relationship. So when you know yourself and you've done work, self-work, you can recognize that you want a relationship like this and when you go looking for it, you don't really stay with somebody because they look like this or they sound like this or they smell like this you actually stay with someone because they are aligned with what you are looking for and they are also choosing you as well as you choosing them so if you know who you are and what you want you know how to get your needs met uh, you therefore set a standard for how you get your needs met and um, when they are not met you also recognize that this is not working for me or you can express yourself and say that um, 
you know, I don't feel like um, this is what I'm looking for here. I don't know what you think, but this is what I'm looking for. And and the important thing is when we know who we are, we are not looking for something in that person specifically. We look for a situation. So we can let someone know that we are looking for this, but not necessarily in them. And that is really powerful because then they can choose because that is the other thing that we need to know when we get to know ourselves, we have got the freedom to choose and they can choose whether they want to offer what we are looking for or not. And if they are not, we are happy. Again, that's it's one thing that's important about getting to know yourself. We are happy to release them, to let them go if they are not meeting our needs. We don't hold on to people when we know ourselves and we have done self-work and we understand ourselves and we love ourselves. We don't hold on to people who are not offering what we are looking we are, we are, we are not looking for. So we also know what we do. And why we do it and what we can do differently. And that is really powerful and very key. Because then when we, as I said, um, have done something or have reacted in a certain way, we understand why we have reacted in a certain way. And then we then go back to the drawing board and try to find ways to do things differently to improve the situation. That is very important. And when we love ourselves and we know ourselves on a deeper level, um, I mean, knowing ourselves is actually a, a, a an act of self-love. And when we love ourselves on a deeper level, we don't tolerate any nonsense. I hope that was helpful. And I hope you continue to work on the quality of your life before relationships. Thank you so much and see you soon.